David Bond Reflections for Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. Who are you in this story? The sun had risen on the earth when Lot came to Zoar. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah sulfur and fire from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew those cities and all the valley and all the inhabitants of the cities and what grew on the ground. But Lot's wife behind him looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord, and he looked toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the valley. And he looked, and behold, the smoke of the land went up like the smoke of a furnace. So it was that when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham, Lot out of the midst of the overflow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. Genesis 19, 23 to 29. One of my favorite Bible stories is the account of the seven sons of Siva. These seven sons undertook to invoke the name of Jesus over some evil spirits. I adjure you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims, they said. The evil spirit said, Jesus I know, and Paul I recognize, but who are you? These seven sons were sent, bleeding and bruised from the house, dismissed summarily. The question of the evil spirit is a worthy one for us, as is our claim to Jesus' name and God's power. So, is the question in regard to reading an account such as this of Sodom and Gomorrah. Who are you in this story? To some extent or another, we are all rescued lot, safe by the grace of God and the agency of his messengers. Some of us have been saved by angels as we normally think of them, who have come to our aid in miraculous ways. All of us have been visited by angels in the less dramatic form, for the word means messenger. We have heard the message of God through these agents of God's grace, mother, father, grandmother, Sunday school teacher, friend, or pastor. We can survey the landscape of destruction from which we have been spared, having been rescued. We might be like faithful Abraham, who surveys the ruins of Sodom and Gomorrah after having interceded for the righteous people in those places. We may have succeeded in interceding for someone, but seen the sad desolation of godlessness in the wake of its demise as it caves in on itself. Evil cannot forever stand. It will collapse under its own weight. We might sadly watch that happen. Surely we are not like Lot's wife, who could not resist one last look back, a furtive one, at the place she had lived. Did she not believe the destruction would be so cataclysmic? Had she been simply fascinated by the devastation being visited on her erstwhile home? Looking back on a sin abandoned is a temptation we may give in to. The children of Israel did so after they are rescued by Moses, yearning for the good old days, forgetting the travail of their slavery there. But we must not neglect the warnings of God and treat them as optional guidelines 
when they are dire warnings of grave danger. We will certainly not place ourselves in this story as the one who orchestrates it all. We're not the one to whom everyone must answer. We are not the one who holds life and death in our hands. We are not the one who saves and destroys. We are, however, his. And that identity is most important of all. We are the children of God, his beloved, his redeemed, his precious, his delight, his joy. And from whomever else's perspective we may view the events in this account, our true identity is found in his loving kindness toward us and our place of delight in his heart.